0: Welcome to the Xenial Dome's Little Dome with me, Essel
1: And me, Gareth
0: Gwynn. These are the episodes in between the amazing interviews we have with well-known Xenials, where we look at a month in Xenial history. And this week, I am bringing to the table August 2016. And I'm bringing it to the table with apologies.
1: <laughs> oh, really? <laughs>
0: you See, know, when, I... You know when you've cooked something? <laughs> and you know it's going to be bad, but you have nothing else to give for the people in your house. You're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just... That's
1: really funny because I'm trying to remember anything from august 2016 it's so recent
0: it's too recent
1: well it says you say recent what's that seven years ago
0: oh shut up no it was like two
1: years ago no 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 because i did the same thing i went that was just the other day i'm sure i've got i literally went to look for my diary from that year and like be able to look up and it's not a hand oh yeah because it's seven years ago oh my god self-employed people understand this it's nearly long ago enough that you can burn your (laughs) receipt but not yet (laughs) <laughs> August 2016 it's post-Brexit so politically it's just
0: but it's it's so new post-Brexit yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so, so fresh
1: someone has very much dropped the match into the fireworks tin <laughs> what's
0: yeah I am and still we're... walking down the street looking at old people with suspicion
1: <laughs> <laughs> What were you doing? Oh, yeah. I was have been writing on topical things in a post-Brexit world. Great. Well, the thing that I remember is that David Cameron resigned. Mm. And then there were... Everyone put their hat in the ring to become Conservative leader. And then one by one, they all sort of removed themselves from the race for a series of very occasionally quite bizarre reasons. Yeah. <laughs> and then until there was one and it was true. But the summer, it was very much... It felt like we were in a holding pattern... Until we all worked out what had just happened, yeah, the whole of the UK became a crime scene. <laughs> now, it was a matter of going, what's happened, and can we start cleaning this up yet?" Yeah, was the sort of tone.
0: Yeah, it's weird. So, so this August, it's um, so it's kind of the hangover. It's the hangover from Brexit. It's also the hangover from the Euros, where Wales were competing. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, so I went. So I went to the Euros. I was there for a few weeks. And so August 2016 was basically a very lean month. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um I was also heavily pregnant with my son. And I was big. Like he he wasn't that big as a baby, like he was just average size. But like I don't know what was going on. I think it was mainly fluid, (laughs) but my my (laughs) belly was massive. I was not happy. (laughs) (laughs) I was an awful pregnant woman. (laughs) Like, some people just glow, and they really love it, and they also love the attention and stuff, and I just, I think I just mainlined magnums all that summer. so you
1: didn't glow. What were you doing? Flickering? (laughs) Like a sort of, like a bad light in a kitchen, like a bad fluorescent light. (laughs) You know that thing where the only way you glow is if you're hit with a broom? (laughs)
0: sound um that you know those like um fly traps that have a light on them and when a fly goes in it's the noise and the light flickering it's that yeah
1: so you (laughs) you were glowing but in a way that was only there to kill a (laughs) Kill a kill an animal
0: the summer olympics were taking place yes in brazil
1: yeah they were
0: do you remember the Zika virus
1: yes I do yes
0: so when I because I was I was researching the Olympics and trying to find like things of note that had happened and like there was there was nothing like massively I mean there was the the usual you know bankhanders and stuff like this and russians (laughs) cheating and you know but it's but then they were talking about the zika virus and i again it's one of these things that was so big at the time and it was it was on every news bulletin for a few months um Mm. over the summer into into winter but especially around this time because of the olympics yes Um, because
1: suddenly everyone was heading
0: to heading to where, yeah, yeah. the, the epicentre, pretty much. Um, although, it did say in reports, like, the Zika virus was not contracted by anyone competing in or attending the Olympics. Yeah. And it all went ahead normally, with no major incident.
1: While we're on the subject of the Olympics in
0: 2016,
1: mm. Google now Brazil Olympic Stadium today. Oh! i just, just I'm doing it now, right now.
0: Olympic today. Oh,
1: I should explain because I'm sure people are going to be doing this at home <laughs> themselves. Um, so the football stadium, which was used in the 2014 World Cup and then in the Olympics and Paralympics for the opening and closing ceremonies, once it was all over, were abandoned almost immediately and fell into disarray. So the photos which come up, which you're looking at there, will probably be from about, I think they're from 2017. It's
0: right, because it's it's like, there's a a report here just about looters ransacking the buildings, taking televisions, fire extinguishers and stuff. And it's like, so there was still stuff in there as well so it's not like they're just letting empty places go to Room. they were still no, I mean, operational if you if you want
1: a plastic chair and you're in brazil <laughs> if you want a f- <laughs> <laughs> i definitely need to say it's not like that now those photos were taken um, a year afterwards and there was this big dispute ongoing about who should maintain a post olympics and the bills didn't get paid and the got shut off and all sorts but um some sort of group has since swept in, I think in like twenty seventeen or eighteen and sorted it out now, so it's all back in use. but those photos are amazing' cause it's it's so weird to see an Olympic stadium look like that, just abandoned
0: yeah and but it also says here that um so like the aquatic stadium was meant to have been pulled down. But they still haven't done it. Oh,
1: they have now. I remember reading that the Aquatic Stadium was dismantled. But yeah, that was always the plan from before the Olympics. The Aquatic Stadium was a temporary structure. So
0: there were no plans to.
1: Yeah, it wasn't like they were going to turn it into like a public swimming pool or no. something like that.
0: I it's... don't understand. Uh... Okay, you've managed to build like an international swimming pool. <laughs> Yeah. Why aren't you able to use that for something? (laughs) Like, for parties or something.
1: (laughs) Kids parties. Like a really big splash party.
0: (laughs) With them, I'm just wondering, so the international pool in Cardiff, would that be Olympic ready? I
1: think. I think if you build a pool, and it's going to be big, you may as well build it Olympic ready surely because what's the point yeah. if, if it's gonna be big you may as well go like all out now the story i've heard and i don't know is that there is a pool somewhere in the world where they built the pool and it was the right measurements but then when they put the tiles in it became three millimeters too short all the way oh, around
0: no! <laughs>
1: i don't know if that's true but i like it as a story <laughs> that's really funny
0: because, cause like, we've all done stuff in work where you've just been like, oh, shit. Like, if you've sent an email or something yeah. and there's a typo in it, or... But that is just... I mean, just... effectively,
1: it's like my kitchen worktop, but, you know, I, 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 I'm not inviting the world around to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> so, the yeah. opening of the international pool in Cardiff ended ten years without an olympic size swimming pool in Wales since the closure of the Empire Pool in 1998. Okay and it was built to support the 2012 Olympics as a training facility. So it's ready. So it's ready to go. Car- it's there. Cardiff could have an Olympics.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: just just the swimming yeah. section. Because
0: <laughs> I go to the um, international pool in Cardiff quite a bit um, for, the,
1: for the slides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a thing that they don't right. have in any of these uh, Olympic pools is slides.
0: I'd love to see um, Phelps go down
1: a slide. I think making the slides an Olympic sport. If you could, you've, you've got to yeah. do them in a fun way. I don't. It's it's more like synchronized swimming. Yes. <laughs> There's point no doing fastest down a slide, but I quite like the idea of the most interesting way to go down.
0: Oh, I would love that. Okay, so if if Wales ever gets to do it, we get to introduce. You get to introduce one sport. Yeah. A sport. Yeah, we'll do yeah, that
1: because the next Olympics, they're going to introduce rugby. We'll have to find something else. So we may as well go for uh, going down a slide in the most interesting way. Let's be honest, it'll be that or bog snorkelling. <laughs> uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can. You can email us on thezenialdome at hotmail.com. You can send us a tweet if they're still calling them tweets, to at thezenialdome, or you can get hold of us on Instagram, Zennial Dome. It's our username there. They're the key ones, aren't they?
0: Yeah. Do you know? What? I don't think they uh, are calling them tweets anymore.
1: They're but, not, are they? But
0: I'm not going to call them anything else. I, no, I can't. I've... It's I. I mentioned this on the the site formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm I'm taking the same approach as I did with the Millennium Stadium. I can't do it. Yeah. I cannot do it. Yeah.
1: Um. I would hope that by virtue of us having uh. Podcast titled with X at the start, we might get some sort of preferential treatment <laughs> by <laughs> whatever algorithm powers that. Thing, I'm not. But, I'm um, not enjoying
0: these straws you're clutching. To be
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but we had a message from Bryn Rosset. Thank you very much for this message. This referred to the episode where we discussed um, teletext and the death of teletext. So that was July two thousand and nine and in that episode you talked about the end of teletext and while talking about it realized that teletext and C-Fax were different things that's so yeah yeah, yeah. is this is this ringing a bell is, or i was there yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so what was odd is that they had Teletext as the brand name, but also as, like, the concept of text on screen. Yeah. It was called Teletext. So Bryn said, On the, the July 2009 Little Dome episode, I'm with Asset. Teletext was the overall term. The ITV service was called Oracle. Cfax on the BBC. Foretel on Channel 4. Oh. Right. I had forgotten this. Teletext on ITV used to be called, when it was first launched, Oracle. Right. Do you remember Oracle at I all? I don't
0: remember Oracle at all, at all. But but I do. I cannot believe that my recollection of something so long ago was correct.
1: <laughs> well, what happened was it was called Oracle, and then Oracle lost the license to be the ITV television. How do you lose the license? Because they used to put these things up for tender. Oh, okay. I, oh, I was hoping they had least done
0: something wrong, and I, was I don't. Just... I don't
1: think ever did anything i'm just gonna i think they just ended up having to close and were beaten by a company called teletext limited the reason i wanted to mention it though they could have just switched it off they could have just ended (laughs) now oracle decided to do like a really protracted (gasps) slow death of their service oh my god oracle did not carry television listings beyond its midnight closing time on new year's eve 1992 it merely stated midnight the end of oracle now the nightmare begins. Oh my God! <laughs> so because they weren't allowed to operate their teletext service after midnight, they refused to give any TV listings for the point oh. afterwards. Describing it as "now the nightmare begins,"
0: you can't, there's something about that you have to admire, though.
1: I'm quite impressed by the sheer determination to pretend that nothing exists once Oracle is over. Wow. So thank you very much uh, to Bryn for getting in touch about that. I did enjoy it.
0: Who knew that the world of text on TV was so... dramatic and... yeah it's quite <gasps> a gripe isn't it yeah. yeah
1: Um. yeah there's a picture on Wikipedia if you want to check it out of the final page of Oracle and it is just the words Oracle gone and a little white square so I do you know what was... I
0: think when I mean well for one thing this podcast is never gonna die um, <laughs> <laughs> but also but if we were ever forced off air we should do something like that that's how we do it I'd yeah. love the, that the
1: death of the Zenial though like that <laughs> Um, I also
0: love so so like the screen that they had that was blackened, yes. What I find amazing about that, though, is like they were obviously just using the tools available to them at the time because, in yeah. terms of technology, you couldn't do much with a screen at that point. No. I would love to have known, given the technology available today, what they would have done if it oh, was happening yeah. now. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> that's true. If they were like running the ITV website, which would probably be the modern equivalent, it would have just been an explosion or something like <laughs> yeah. that. That's quite a funny thought, actually. Um, and also, while we're doing messages, Ian got in touch, with, first of all, with the message I regret to inform you, I listened to Pirate Radio 4. <laughs> <laughs> so this was in the July 1986 episode where we discussed children's radio and about how Radio 4 put kids' radio on that summer. Um, he's got a great memory for what was on Pirate Radio 4. Uh, had some highs, a new um, Townsend written Adrian Mole, um Performed by the proper actor, Nicholas Barnes, uh, Paul B. Davis's great one man movies, and a Jonathan James Moore's selection of teen friendly comedy clips. Jonathan James Moore was a radio producer who was a bit of a legend, and he what? would come on and apparently like play comedy clips that he thought would appeal to children. Things like okay. Radioactive, In One Ear, and the, the Grumble Weeds." Re- um and then Ian said, I may have even phoned in, ended up chatting to Jonathan James Moore about the choices i was of course already listening to radio 4 i was mainly there for doctor who uh he said don't get me wrong there was also a lot of steve blacknell not quite knowing where to put his voice for this audience <laughs> <laughs> i had a limerick on air and was gifted a paul gambaccini book a blacknell picture pirate radio 4 stickers badges and a t-shirt
0: that was quite a good haul though
1: i'm quite impressed by the haul. yeah yeah a book a picture of the presenter Stickers, badges, and a T-shirt. that's not bad for doing a limerick on air. So and
0: getting your limerick on air as well. And getting your limerick. Yeah,
1: yeah. So no, I think that's quite good. This, um, (laughs) I was once, I became aware that a radio station I used to listen to had almost no one else listening to it, and I used to phone up and win all the prizes. (laughs) And (laughs) through that, I won my best prize I ever won was. Do you remember a band called the Thrills?
0: Mm. I don't they were know. a sort
1: of they were an Irish band who had a sort of like Beach Boys vibe in the early two thousands. Oh. And to promote their first album, they launched a set of trainers. <laughs> what i have the thrills trainers oh um, my god
0: right let me let me look them up because it sounds yes. like someone i should know hang on oddly the, the only
1: other person i know who's got a pair of thrills trainers also works in radio where he was working and got sent them and was like I'm, oh my I'm god nabbing them. But yeah i've got a pair of trainers branded for the band the thrills are they cool uh they're quite brightly colored i'm um, they're orange and blue right uh, ne- next uh live show Oh, where am I need to wear them. I need to them. They're like one size too small, but I can just about to squeeze into them. Um, wait, wait, oh, right. Do you know any of their songs? Yeah, One Horse Town, um, Santa Cruz, You're Not That Far. And
0: oh, of... Santa Cruz, You're Not
1: That Far. Yes, that one. That oh, one, I one. know yeah, them. Yeah. Now imagine that, oh. but wearing their tie in shoe. Robe. <laughs> It was it was it was really at that point where the record industry were going the, in- the internet's coming we need a plan. Wow!
0: <laughs> Did I win on the radio? Like again, I think if you're if you're trying for competitions um, on Welsh medium stuff, you're quite guaranteed to win things. So, like my sister won on the Welsh kids TV program. She won a Sega Master System.
1: Well, that's good going. That's yeah, which is price. really good. And and yeah. that's how then
0: proper games consoles started to infiltrate our <laughs> Um Again, like so many things in my life, it was acceptable because it came via
1: the medium of watch. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us, you can. The Xenial Dome at Hotmail.com or you can tweet us, whatever they're calling tweets, at The Xennial Dome or Instagram The Xenial Dome um i think that's that we'll be back next week with another august episode because august just keeps going (laughs) (laughs) Uh, thank you very much for listening we'll see you next week Bye -bye. bye-bye Over the centuries, the world's greatest wordsmiths have crafted the most beautiful sentences ever written. Shakespeare. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Austin.
0: There is no charm equal to tenderness of heart. And
1: Jermaine Pennant. I pulled two birds and I went home, which is nearly a proverb. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Football Book Club, the only book club that's less Jane Austen, more Charlie Austen. And you can listen to us right now by typing Football Book Club wherever you get your podcasts.